welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible, and it's a New American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founders era. It truly is a treasure. I highly recommend it for your home and for your family. We use it quite often, and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can go ahead and download and print a copy today if you would like to follow follow along. And you can find one at www.5daybiblereading.com. If this is your first time on the podcast, welcome. That means that hopefully someone shared this with you that is listening. So thank you so much for doing that. Keep sharing, keep spreading this podcast so that we can just join together and literally just read the Bible together and do that in a year. So uh, with that said, um, you can absolutely continue from here and go to the end, or you can go ahead and stop this episode and go to day one and let today literally be your first day in reading the Bible in a year. Either way, it's just great to have you here. So I am not a theologian, church historian, or preacher. I am just a person created in God's image and just providing a place to read the Bible in one year on a podcast. So I'm going to mispronounce things, and that's just a part of the experience. So thank you for being with me and doing this and doing this together. For connection and community, you can absolutely consider joining the Move Forth with Grace group on the website. This is just a place where we could get to know each other outside of the podcast, who's listening and who's, you know, following along and doing this journey. And it could just be a place where we could um, share and post and ask questions and things like that. So today is day 81, and we're going to be reading 1 Samuel 9 through 10 and Acts 8. Saul's Search, 1 Samuel chapter 9. Now there was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zeror, and the son of Becheroth, the son of Aphia, the son of Benjamite, a mighty man of valor. He had a son whose name was Saul, a choice and handsome man, and there was not a more handsome person than he among the sons of Israel, from his shoulders and up he was taller than any of the people. Now the donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. So Kish said to his son Saul, Take now with you one of the servants, and arise, go search for the donkeys. He passed through the hill country of of Ephraim, and passed through the land of Shalisha, but they did not find them. Then they passed through the land of Shalim, but they were not there. 
Then he passed through the land of the Benjamites, but they did not find them. When they came to the land of Zuth, Saul said to his servant, who was with him, Come and let us return, or else my father will cease to be concerned about the donkeys and will become anxious for us. He said to him, Behold, now there is a man of God in this city, and the man is held in honor. All that he says surely comes true. Now let us go there. Perhaps he can tell us about our journey on which we have set out. Then Saul said to his servant, But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is gone from our sack, and there is no present to bring the man of God. What do we have? The servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have in my hand a fourth of a shekel of silver. I will give it to the man of God, and he will tell us our way. Formerly Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he used to say, Come and let us go to the seer, for he who is called a prophet now was formerly called a seer. Then Saul said to his servant, Well said, come, let us go. So they went to the city where the man of God was. As they went up the slope of the city, they found young women going out to draw water and said to them, Is the seer here? They answered them and said, He is, see, he is ahead of you. Hurry now, for he has come into the city today, for the people have a sacrifice on the high place today. As soon as you enter the city, you will find him before he goes up to the high place to eat, for the people will not eat unless he comes, because he must bless the sacrifice. Afterward, those who are invited will eat. Now, therefore, go up, for you will find him at once. So they went up to the city. As they came into the city, behold, Samuel was coming out toward them to go up to the high place. God's Choice for a King Now a day before Saul's coming, the Lord had revealed this to Samuel, saying, about this time tomorrow, I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him to be prince over my people Israel, and he will deliver my people from the hand of the Philistines. For I have regarded my people because their city has come to me. When Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said to him, Behold, the man of whom I spoke to you, this one shall rule over my people. Then Saul approached Samuel in the gate and said, Please tell me where the seer's house is. Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me to the high place, for you shall eat with me today, and in the morning I will let you go and will tell you all that is on your mind. As for your donkeys, which were lost three days ago, do not set your mind on them, for they have been found, and for whom is all that is desirable in Israel? Is it not for you and for all your father's household? Saul replied, Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel? And my family, the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Why then do you speak to me in this way? Then Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the hall and gave them a place at the head of those who were invited, who were about thirty men. Samuel said to the cook, Bring the portion that I gave you, concerning which I said to you, set it aside. Then, he took, then, he, then the cook took up the leg with what was on it and set it before Saul. And Samuel said, Here is what has been re reserved. Set it before you and eat, because it has been kept for you until the appointed time, since I said I have invited the people. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. When they came down from the high place into the city, Samuel spoke with Saul on the roof. And they arose early, and at daybreak Samuel called to Saul on the roof, saying, Get up, that I may send you away. So Saul arose, and both he and Samuel went out into the street. 
As they were going down to the edge of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Say to the servant that he might go ahead of us and pass on, but you remain standing now, that I may proclaim the word of God to you. Saul among prophets, chapter 10. Then Samuel took the flask of oil, poured it on his head, kissed him, and said, Has not the Lord anointed you a ruler over his inheritance? When you go from me today, then you will find two men close to Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin and Zelza, and they will say to you, The donkeys which you went to look for have been found. Now behold, your father has ceased to be concerned about the donkeys and is anxious for you, saying, What shall I do about my son? Then you will go on further from there, and you will come as far as the oak of Tabor. And there three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you, one carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a jug of wine. And they will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you will accept from their hand. Afterward, you will come to the hill of God where the Philistine garrison is. And it shall be as soon as you have come there to the city that you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with harp, tambourine, flute, and a lyre before them, and they will be prophesying. Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you mightily, and you shall prophesy with them and be changed into another man. It shall be when these signs come to you, do for yourself what the occasion requires, for God is with you. And you shall go down before me to Gilgal, and behold, I will come down to you to offer burnt offerings and sacrifice peace offerings. You shall wait seven days until I come to you and show you what you should do. Then it happened when he turned his back to leave Samuel, God changed his heart, and all those signs came about on that day. When they came to the hill there, behold, a group of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came upon him mightily, so that he prophesied among them. It came about when all who knew him previously saw that he prophesied now with the prophets, that the people said to one another, What has happened to the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? A man there said, Now, who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb, Is Saul also among the prophets? When he had finished prophesying, he came to the high place. Now Saul's uncle said to him and his servant, Where did you go? And he said, To look for the donkeys. When we saw that they could not be found, we went to Samuel. Saul's uncle said, Please tell me what Samuel said to you. So Saul said to his uncle, He told us plainly that the donkeys had been found, but he did not tell him about the matter of the kingdom which Samuel had mentioned. Saul, publicly chosen king. Therefore Samuel called the people together to the Lord at Mizpah, and he said to the sons of Israel, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I brought Israel up from Egypt, and I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians, and from the power of all the kingdoms that were oppressing you. But you have today rejected your God, who delivers you from all your calamities and your distresses. Yet you have said, No, but set a king over us. Now, therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and by your clans. Thus Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel near, and the tribe of Benjamin was taken by Lot. Then he brought the tribe of Benjamin near it by its families, and the Matrite family was taken. And Saul, the son of Kish, was taken, but when they looked for him, he could not be found. Therefore they inquired further of the Lord, Has the man come here yet? So the Lord said, Behold, he is hiding himself by the baggage. So they ran and took him from there. And when he stood among the people, he was taller than any of the people from his shoulders upward. Samuel said to, the pe to all the people, 
Do you see him whom the Lord has chosen? Surely there is no one like him among all the people. So all the people shouted and said, Long live the king. Then Samuel told the people the ordinances of the kingdom and wrote them in the book and placed it before the Lord. And Samuel sent all the people away, each one to his house. Saul also went to his house in Gilbeth, and the valiant men whose hearts God had touched went with him. But certain worthless men said, How can this one deliver us? And they despised him and did not bring him any present, but he kept silent. Acts chapter 8. Saul persecutes the church. Saul was in hearty agreement with putting him to death, and on that day a great persecution began against the church in in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Some devout men buried Stephen and made loud lamentation over him. But Saul began ravaging the church, entering house after house and dragging off men and women. He would put them in prison. Philip in Samaria. Therefore, those who had been scattered went about preaching the word. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and began proclaiming Christ to them. The crowds with one accord were giving attention to what was said by Philip as they heard and saw the signs which he was performing. For in the case of many who had unclean spirits, they were coming out of them shouting with a loud voice, and many who had been paralyzed and lame were healed. So there was much rejoicing in that city. Now there was a man named Simon, who formerly was practicing magic in the city and astonishing the people of Samaria, claiming to be someone great. And they all, from the smallest to greatest, were giving attention to him, saying, This man is what is called the great power of God. And they were giving him attention because he had for a long time astonished them with his magic arts. But when they believed Philip preaching the good news about the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were being baptized, men and women alike. Even Simon himself believed, and after being baptized, he continued on with Philip, And as he observed signs and great miracles taking place, he was constantly amazed. Now when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent them Peter and John, who came down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For he had not yet fallen upon any of them, they had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they began laying their hands on them, and they were receiving the Holy Spirit. Now when Simon saw the Holy Spirit, saw the spirit was bestowed through the laying on the of the the laying on of the apostles hands he offered them money saying give this authority to me as well so that everyone on whom i lay my hands may receive the holy spirit but peter said to him may your silver perish with you because you thought you could obtain the gift of god with money you have no part or portion in this matter for your heart is not right before god Therefore, repent of this wickedness of yours and pray the Lord that, if possible, the intention of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are in the gall of bitterness and in the bondage of iniquity. But Simon answered and said, Pray to the Lord for me yourselves, so that nothing of what you have said may come upon me. An Ethiopian Ethiopian receives Christ. So when they had solemnly testified and spoken the word of the Lord, they started back to Jerusalem and were preaching the gospel to many villages of the Samaritans. 
But an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Get up and go south to the road that descends from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert road. So he got up and went, and there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure, and he had come to Jerusalem to worship. And he was returning and sitting in his chariot and was reading the prophet Isaiah. Then the spirit said to Philip, Go up and join this chariot. Philip ran up and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, Well, how could I unless someone guides me? And he invent- and he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of scripture which he was reading was this. He was led as a sheep to slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he does not open his mouth. In humiliation, his judgment was taken away. Who will relate his generation? For his life is removed from the earth. The eunuch answered Philip and said, Please tell me of whom does the prophet say this, of himself or of someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning from this scripture, he preached Jesus to him. As they went along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, water! What prevents me from being baptized? And Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he ordered the chariot to stop, and they both went down into the water, Philip as well as the eunuch, and he baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away, and the eunuch no longer saw him, but went away, but went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he passed through, he kept preaching the gospel to all the cities until he came to Caesarea. Well, that was interesting, wasn't it? When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away, and the eunuch no longer saw him. That's powerful. So that would be something definitely that um, amazes us today, right? And we can take a breath now. Um, Israel has a king again. Phew, goodness, they, they needed some help. So hopefully Saul can be helpful to them. We shall see how that all continues, right? And some of you probably already know what happens. I know just a little bit, but definitely not a lot of the details. So I'm just really glad that um, I'm taking the time to read this this year and that we're doing this together. So I just think it's so important and it's so life-giving reading the Bible and just really trying to understand and study it and take from it what what God wants us to, right? It's just truly an incredible, incredible book. The only one we need. Let's go ahead and say our prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for yet another day together in your word, in in these incredible stories, in the detailed accounts and 
writings. Thank you for all of that. And what a beautiful uh, story about Philip with the Ethiopian today, today as we read it. I just, it's truly that beautiful and pure to just believe in Jesus in all our hearts and be baptized and to live with the Holy Spirit, to receive the Holy Spirit and live with the Holy Spirit within us. What a beautiful, incredible gift that we have. So thank you. Thank you for never giving up on us. Jesus, thank you for being our way to the Father, to everlasting life. Thank you. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Please continue to share this with people in your life. Send them over so that they can start reading the Bible this year. It doesn't have to be on the 1st of January. It can be any day. Just encourage. Let's just encourage people to get started in reading this incredible book and gift. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.